So I'll, t- I'll take you back to when I was a, I was a young guy. I started as a crew member actually at McDonald's at, at 14. And uh, you'll, you'll see why that ties into the uh, restaurant piece of my story. I uh, started there at 14, kind of worked my way up through the ranks. By the time I was 18, assistant manager, took over my first store at 21 and ran that for four to five years and saw that you know, my growth at that point was kind of limited, right? So I was able to come in as a crew member, go to shift manager, uh, system manager, then general manager, pretty much to get promoted past that point. You know, the, the organization itself would have to grow a, a lot because you only got, you know, six stores. So you, there's only two positions above a general manager. So those guys got to really be in trouble or the store, the company has to grow in order for you to, you know, grow past that point. Um, so kind of got frustrated, began to start saving my money and kind of study other areas. So didn't really mean to get into fix and flips, but my first house happened to be a total remodel and it needed every piece of drywall came out and needed everything inside. And you mean it, it should have probably been burned down, but you didn't know better at the time, so you fixed it. Yeah, well, my dad's a handy guy, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, and I, I got a, a buddy that was gracious enough to basically, you know, lend me the money to get it fixed up, and then he told me when I was done, I would refinance it, pay him back. This was a new world to me, man. I barely knew what a drill was, but I, you know, I was really fascinated by real estate for some reason and you know this house i mean uh, you know I'll, I'll share pictures you know after we post this but this house was bad and um it was on five acres in, a, in an upcoming area and i ended up paying a hundred thousand for the house so i put about fifty five thousand back into the house got it refinanced and it ended up appraising at two hundred eighty thousand. wow and i was I didn't, I had no idea. Like I said, I didn't really understand this part of it. So I started to read, you know, what equity was and home values, study the markets a little bit. And this was right in like 2015. So things had started to recover, but there was still a decent amount of uh, foreclosure inventory on the market at that time. Right. So fixed up the house, refinanced it, paid the guy back. And all of a sudden I was left with like hundred thousand dollars after I, cause of course I, took a full cash out refinance as much as I could. Yeah. And because in my head was, man, this could be a business. I mean, I've, I've been a general manager making between, you know, 50 and $60,000 a year for years. I never had more than a couple thousand dollars to my name at any given time. And, um, when I was done with this refinance transaction in my bank account, you know, I had six figures and I, I was like, wow, if I could figure out a way to multiply this, right? Right. I, I love McDonald's, but I'm out of here. So uh, bought my first house for, uh, it was a fire damage house. So the good thing about what I tell people, the best, pe- the best part about my story is that the house that I learned on needed everything. So any house that came after that was almost like a walk in the park because I was used to the extreme of the scenario. Um, now I don't recommend that for everybody, but if you can get into a, a, a more difficult scenario in the beginning, things almost get easier as you go because you already kind of learned from, you know, the, the difficult ones. Um, so yeah. bought a small two bedroom, one bath, go ahead. 
No, it just it's it's that adage if it, it what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Ryan's saying find the strongest thing on the planet and see if it kills you guys. I wouldn't necessarily recommend that, but uh, you know, R Ryan definitely sounds like you had everything under the sun that happened with this house. Uh, yeah, and yeah. and it definitely it, it it left you with that feeling that if you could overcome these situations, which was every situation, then you could yeah. do this. For sure. Yeah. And, and like I said, it was a lot of hard work. I mean, yeah, you know, getting off of work at five, work until midnight, waking up at five, I mean, for months and, yeah. and it's just constantly pushing through, but you know, the end result, the end result was worth it. So for me, it was, um, it was really a blessing to be able to go through that. And, um, like I said, bought the next house for 30, you know, sold that for 90, took that money, bought two, and then just started to snowball because I'm a very frugal guy. So I wasn't, you know, I wasn't flipping and, and buying another truck or a car, uh, just trying to continue because, you know, I understand the power of compounding right. and um, just started to do multiple deals. And then I figured out leveraging. So I started to do the math on leveraging because at first I was like, well, I'm not going to pay a bank, you know, six to eight grand in profits. But then I started to realize that, you know, if I could do, four deals at a time, then all of a sudden, you know, paying the bank six grand is not such a bad thing. Right. Um, it's just understanding the math of the deal and trying to fit those loan costs inside of that equation. Right. And also over and buffering. Like when I started doing my flip analysis, I, I over buffer all my categories. So that way, if I'm still making money in, you know, those worst case scenarios is probably going to be a pretty good deal. Um, 